Hi, this is Dan Fogler and Luke on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. That's what the rules are. Hey, Dan Fogler, welcome to Walkers and Talkers and The Walking Dead. Not wasting any time. We got to meet Dan Fogler at Comic-Con in New York. Very nice. Yeah. We'll put up pictures uh, at some point today. We've been saving them. And if I forget... You don't have to tweet me saying, you promise! I promise. We'll get them up. We'll, we'll get, get them up. up. Yeah. If nothing else, Jamie will put our picture up. Jamie likes putting her pictures up. So yeah, Dan Fogler plays Luke on The Walking Dead. He also was one of the stars of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And he's also in the sequel, Crimes of Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Ooh, like, I can't yeah, wait to see that. I can't wait either. Although it did get the lowest oh, score on Rotten Tomatoes of any Harry Potter. No. J.K. Rowling film. Ooh, really? Yeah. Ah. I don't care. I still want to see it. Yeah, I'm going to go see it. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers. <laughs> How bad could it be? right? <laughs> Welcome to Walkers and Talkers. How bad could it be? <laughs> yeah, right. Our new slogan. <laughs> that's our new slogan. Then this is our new promo. How bad could it be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how bad could it be? <laughs> Episode 129. Welcome. Thank you for listening to 128 yes. episodes before this, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, thank you. So I was thinking... Since The Walking Dead is ending in two weeks for break mm-hmm. over the holidays, it'll come back what in February? February, you know, normally right around Valentine's Day ish. Okay, so I, I'm not promising this, but it's an idea. Okay. While we're on break, I might watch finish watching Preacher. Oh my God! It's and then only we'll do been like a long? we'll do like a quick recap in January. <laughs> oh, I just I've gotten so bombarded know, with everything else crazy. in life and yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? Speaking of Preacher, the girl who plays. Right, Judith. Girl plays Judith was on the season two of Preacher. She's yeah, a she kid in the in classroom. The, in the one of the kids in the classroom. Right. She gets around that kid. Yeah, she got a little career going. Man, she's, she's yeah. She was in Force Awakens, Preacher. She was in Peppermint with Jennifer Garner. Yeah, uh, you lost out? me. You lost oh, me. I'm just stick saying. to the sci-fi. Okay. Stick to the sci-fi. I didn't see Peppermint. I just thought she was in it. Oh great, she was in Peppermint. She was probably in her mom at some point. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know she was in her mom? <clears throat> yes, and part of her genetic material was in her oh dad my God, too. I, can't. I don't need. I don't care. Far back, you know, she was in second grade. Probably, yeah. <laughs> All right, we got a little Walking Dead news, and we have uh, episode six to recap. The first post Rick episode. Yes. Still no sign of Maggie. Nope. Uh, did we like the episode? I did. I really did. Carol, my God. The ratings did not take a hit post Rick. Now they haven't been that high, so it's not like any. Yeah. But it wasn't like. They dropped off a cliff. They're actually would, steady. People would want to know what the hell happened. Oh, yeah. After. And I think the little the teaser at the end of five was really good. Yeah. The time jump. Oh, totally. Although lots of questions. And lots of things happened in those six years, Ooh. which we'll have to, what we're going to bring up. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me let me read a, uh, a message on our uh, walkers and talkers, by the okay. way. Okay. Okay. By the way, speaking of the walkers and talkers messages on the Twitter account. So I opened it up so that anyone could send us a message. Yeah. When we have contests. Oh, the DMs. The DMs, yeah. right. And usually I turn it back off, but I haven't done that yet. But a lot of people are sending messages when they can just tweet. Oh. So unless it's oh. like it's if it's a private thing, I get it. But don't go crazy with the messages when they can be tweets Otherwise, because tweet us. Yeah. it's an extra step to go in and check the mailbox and then And then I don't see it. Right. And then on my app Right, because Jamie, Jamie, because we can't both open the account, so yeah. it's, everyone knows it's me. Yeah, but, but that's why I say copy Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's plus my app. It's annoying. It's not your fault, listeners. It's my fault. But my app will say I have. See that little one there? Yeah. It'll show me I have a new message. 
But if a couple of people do it, I have to figure out which one I haven't read on my even oh, if I, geez, that's hard. even if I read it on my laptop. Like if I read uh, it on the browser, it doesn't set, show red on the app. Oh, that's a pain in the so ass. So then I have to go back in and click all of them. Oh, so if you can keep the messages to a minimum for my sake, because I love you people, yeah. love me back. Just keep the private ones. Anyways, we've got this long private one. Uh, it's from Ace Angie 34 That name may sound familiar to some of our listeners mm-hmm. because she won the trip to Atlanta to the oh, set. So this Jack. is what she wrote us, uh, you know, salt in the wound. But good for her. We're very happy. I've been wanting to message you guys all week. I was one of the people, uh, lucky people, to win the trip to Atlanta and get on set. It was amazing, Capitals. Very amazing. Mm. So many details, but the absolute coolest part, well, two parts, were at the dinner they had walkers in authentic show-quality makeup oh, Walking and taking pictures amongst the fans. And we met Eugene, Gabriel, Ezekiel, Greg, Nicotero, and Daryl. What? Norman was there? Yes. No, they, don't. Stop yes. reading. Stop reading. They were all so gracious and sweet. <laughs> oh, my Signing God. autographs and taking pictures and making love to us. No, no, they just said she didn't that. <laughs> we couldn't bring our phones, but oh. they did have professional photographers okay. there snapping constantly. Okay. So hopefully they'll send them the pictures. Oh, yes. Please, please I send I don't us. want to make Jamie jealous. You spelled oh. her name right because mm. she wrote spelling. Yep, okay. Jamie, yep. But I had a moment with Daryl. Oh, no. What was my your Norman hu- uh, moment? My husband was standing right there, so I played it cool. We got to see Terminus Woodbury, the outside of Alexandria, and eat dinner in the sanctuary. <sighs> the only thing missing was you guys. I would have loved to mm. geek out with you and shared my Daryl moment with Jamie. Any chance you get to give these trips away, jump on it. Because it was really a once in a lifetime experience, I will treasure forever. Okay, of course we jump on it. If anyone offers yeah. this trip, we give it away. Yeah. But if you had a Daryl moment, was it just that you stood next to him? What was the moment? What was she the didn't moment? Tell us? Yeah, tweet at. Oh my the, God! You need to tweet us right tweet now. Tweet at the talking Jamie. And by the way, <laughs> had you previously tweeted at the talking Jamie, you would know how to spell Jamie's name. So yeah. make sure you follow at the talking Jamie. We need to know the moment. By the way. Jamie is sort of a big deal in New York radio. She's got like 11 followers on, know, on Twitter. I know, please, guys. Help a sister out. Help me out. Come on. She's, she's, she sends out interesting <laughs> tweets. For instance, she saw Hanson this week. I, last she's night. Sending, last night, she's sending yeah. out tweets. But I said this week because we don't know when people can listen to the podcast. Yeah. All right, well, this uh, today is what? Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday So the 13th, Tuesday, 14th. Tuesday the 12th, the 13th, you saw Hanson. Yeah. Was it uh, mm, good? It was mm, awesome. It was oh, was great. it? It was great. Good. Okay, so... I read that ace. Uh, no, oh, oh, I got another message here I have to clear out. I got someone who sent me the letter K. Nope, that one didn't clear it out. Nope, that stupid number one is still there. I got. Let's see if this is the one that clears it out. Nope, didn't clear it out. It's the most annoying. I love this That's app. That's really annoying, actually. Yeah, it's Tweetcaster. I love Tweetcaster. Now, now it's cleared. Okay. Now we're good. So much bullshit calling um, this week on this week's episode. And I got to say, Marcus Cheney. I love you, Marcus. But I'm not sure why you still watch this show. You are the king of bullshit. Well, I'm the ah. king. You are the prince of bullshit prince. calling. You, you, you. Listen, I, I think now you enjoy calling bullshit more than the episode, the actual episode, which I'm fine with. You make me laugh. Uh, anyway, I'll read some of his bullshit calls. Uh, but let's talk about a little The Walking Dead news. Okay. Uh, episode seven, which is next week, uh, next episode after we record this podcast. Um, is directed by Abraham Ford's own Michael Cutlets. Wow, they're all directing now. Yes. Mm. Uh, there's a teaser clip online. Have you seen it with Carol and Henry? Uh, we Where they were going when they were attacked. Uh, they're going to visit Daryl because Daryl lives in the woods with his dog. Yeah. So Daryl has a dog, big dog. I haven't figured out how a dog could survive 12 years in the apocalypse. Yeah, and who tied him to a tree? Well, he, he did as a warning to the walkers, probably. So he would run away. It's Daryl's dog. Oh, but we, oh, I thought we were just meeting him for the first time. 
in that scene, I don't know which comes first, chicken or the egg. Yeah, I wasn't sure. My guess is no, because he's loose in that teaser clip. Oh. I think Daryl ties him to a tree at night. Oh, all so right. So he doesn't run off. I was like, oh my God, whose dog is that? Who did right, that? Right, because otherwise he'd run at the walkers and they'd get him. Of course. All right. So I'm, I haven't figured out how, in order for a dog to survive that long and have puppies, and they don't get the virus, they would have to be able to scrounge for food yeah. or have been owned by someone, like, and maybe his owner died. Yeah. But you're talking about six year time jump, one and a half year time jump, is seven and a half years. There were four years or so before the time jumps. So you're talking about 10, doggy. 11 years, That's whatever. That's an old doggy then. Well, if the dog is still alive, if it's a new dog, then how did it... I don't know. Yeah. So I'm calling incredible amounts of There's bullshit there. not normally apocalypse, apocalypse puppies. Yeah. That's a mouthful. That's... Yes. <laughs> apocalypse puppies. Um, a moment a moment of, of, uh, of silence or a moment of reflection for Stan Lee. Yeah. Since we do a sci-fi podcast. One of the greatest contributors to science fiction and fantasy... Of all time. Of all time. 95 years, what a life he led. Yeah. But all, think of all of the superheroes, the storylines, the costumes kids wore growing uh, up, the comic books you that read. we still wear. The movies, all of that. Yeah. So for Stan Lee, I say Excelsior and Nuff Said, yeah. which was two big phrases. Uh, that said, usually when celebrities die, if you have pictures with celebrities, people will put the pictures up with the I celebrities. I know where this is going. Okay. <laughs> you do it. Yes, there are some people who are like, look, I met him before he died, but also like, look, I got to have a great moment in my life. He was so nice to me. Here's a picture. I think most people mean it that way. Yes, and I've, I, I, I'll, I'll admit, I've done that. There are some people that me I have- too. That when they died, I had pictures with them. Because it was a happy moment. Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Corey? Uh, not Corey. Feldman? No, no, from uh, Glee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. All right. I, I don't know, tweet us. Don't tweet us. I know who it is. Anyway- so uh, there are people that I've had the pleasure of meeting who have passed away. And it's not like, look at me, I met them, because I already put those pictures up when, yeah. they, when I met them. It's more like, here's a moment that I, like, I met Chester Bennington. We had him on the show. Mm-hmm. I had a great conversation with him about the band Rush. Yeah. And, uh, and we, we, like, we had a nice, real conversation. Like a real conversation. Chris Cornell, I did a one-on-one interview with him, and I got to talk to him about Soundgarden and, uh, anyway, and Alter Bridge. It doesn't matter. The point was, the picture wasn't about, like, look, I got to meet him, and uh, no, he's dead now. No, that's not how I take it, no. Okay, so I hate to give the guy any mention. There's a guy, he's he's a child of, his grandparents were billionaires. They owned, his grandfather owned, like, oil companies, and and his grandfather, his name sounds like baking soda, right? Armand Hammer? Yeah. Right, Armand, right? So, yeah. I, I, so his grandfather was Armand Hammer, his father's... Armand Hammer, and he's <laughs> he's Army, all right? So yeah. he, I hate to give him any credit. But there's always that one douche. And that's him. You know that you guy who like, ruins everything for everybody? Yeah. He's always the guy to go, you know. There's always one asshole. You know, yeah, you know, that person, you shouldn't make fun of that, or, oh, look at you, or and I'm going to ruin everything. Whole party. I'm gonna, yeah, he's Debbie Downer. Look, if you agree with him, then I'm, I apologize to you. I'm not saying these comments about you if you agree with Army Hammer. I think he came off as a douche. Because he, he he sent out a tweet. I'll read the tweet. I'll read the tweet now. He wrote, um, so touched by all the celebrities posting pictures of themselves with Stan Lee. No better way to commemorate an absolute legend than putting up a picture of yourself. So, in other words, oh, look, you're making it about you. Mm-hmm. Well, your comment made it about you because you could have just shut your mouth. You could have said nothing, Army. But what you did was you made the whole celebrity community who may have posted those pictures hate you and not want to work with you. <laughs> so true. 
<laughs> and the five decent films and TV projects you've ever done. Yeah. Look at his IMDb page. He did love Simon. I get it. He did a couple things. Right now you're going, I loved him in... Well, I don't... That's great. I'm not saying he's not a good actor. I'm sure he's a good person. He came off as a douche. Mm-hmm. So people started... He got brutally attacked over the weekend. One of my favorite comments, someone put up a picture of the car from Cars 3 that he voices. And he was like, congratulations on a great career. Something like that. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> clap back. Yeah, like clap back. Like Stan Lee did some stuff, but boy, you. Yeah, you. You really, you were a voice of one of the cars. You're Jackson in Cars 3. Oh, my God. Why am I talking about this? Because one of our favorites, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Gave an ultimate clap back. He wrote, looks like you found a way to use others' ways of mourning and their memories to draw attention to yourself. You sound like a real asshat. <laughs> And so uh, that got a lot of replies Love and a lot it. of retweets, and people were like, oh, yeah, Negan. They're putting up gifts of Negan, which was great. <laughs> I will shut that shit down. He, will sh- he basically <laughs> shut that shit down. And yes, I said gifts. I don't, want, I don't, I don't care if you call them gifs. I, don't, I still don't know what you, it's called. You be you. Well, I'll tell you what it is. Is it gif? The G in gif is for gr- 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 graphic. Graph- gr- gif. But the nerd who invented them decided to come out later because it probably got impressed like Army Hammer. He's like, it's just so you know it's pronounced gif. So, depending when you started giving a shit, you may call them GIFs and you may call them GIFs. Yeah, I say GIF. If you've been calling them GIFs since you first heard of them in the 90s, they're GIFs. Yeah. If you just got a computer in 2011, you might call them GIFs. Yeah. You be you. That's great. That's, yeah. Enjoy you yourself. You do you. You do you. It's like, I'll tell you what, uh, the new movie, Crimes of Grindel- Grindelwald. Grindel? Grindel? Grindelwald. Grindelwald, yeah. yeah. In the first movie, he's Grindelwald. In... All of the trailers, it's Grindelwald, right? Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. However, um, Jude Law, who plays Dumbledore, in the movie when he was filming it, because I think he's, I think he said, it's not that important, but I think he said uh, that uh, Dumbledore was, that Grindelwald was German or, or Austrian or something like that, and that he would have pronounced it Grindelwald. So in the movie, he called him Grindelwald. Grindelwald. Okay. And it wasn't until halfway through filming that one of his co-stars said, "You know, it's Grindelwald, right?" What? Not and where Vold. are these people? Where's the director? Where's, where's the yeah, nobody? Where's right. So then he said, like, "Well, it sounds good to me. I'm going to keep calling him that." So when you hear him say the name in the trailers, he says Grindelwald. Huh. But the movie is Grindelwald. That's that's a that's a mess up. It's Gift Jeff all over again. It's Gift Jeff. <laughs> Gift Jeff. Yeah. So all right. Let's talk about episode six. Yes. Who are you now? Which, by the way, was a reference to the questions they asked Magna's group. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, the episode was 80 minutes. It was a long one. Long episode. Loved it. Yes. All right, so Daryl, Jesus, and Aaron uh, are staring at a herd walking. Oh, no, 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 that's uh, coming up. That's coming up in the trailer. Sorry, that's next week. Uh, Michonne, you like her new hairstyle? I think she looks so pretty. So she's talking to Rick. She's updating on what's going on and how desperate and sad she is, but she'll never give up and uh, and that she's moving forward. Yeah. So she she's finding comfort in talking to Rick. We see Daryl spear fishing and then a walker comes out of the water. This is, I, it looked good that the walker came out of the water, but if there's walkers in the water, 
What are you doing fishing That's what in the I water? Thought. And also, I loved it in memoriam. They called him Aquaman Walker. He looked like Thor. Uh, yeah, but he did have the Jason Momoa Aquaman look, but not he, the cartoon Aquaman look. No, that's what I meant. He right. looked like abs and ripped. I'm like, whoa, who was this guy? Well, Jason Momoa was pretty ripped. Yeah. We got to say. Uh, the, in the in memoriam, though, for that fish, they called him Fish Dick. Oh, yeah. Like, I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I love that part of the That's show. my favorite. I want to know who the person is who writes those. <laughs> who writes those. <laughs> All right, so Daryl kills the walker. Uh, long-haired Carol wakes up in bed with King Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. The bedroom wall was cracked, which was a, a symbolic of... Everything at the kingdom breaking down. She looked out the window and there was a, there was just a vibrant community of people living there in the past six years, which means they've welcomed in a lot of strangers, yes. I guess. Uh, Michonne goes in a van covered in branches. She's out on the road. Uh, I guess it's her van or a van that she's aware of. And since there's no gas, there's no way to start it. Yeah. And no one was living in it. And there's a, she has a hidden cigar box full of souvenirs, baseball cards, which I guess were Carl's, uh, and a little sheriff pointing a gun. Oh. Which, if you remember, that was the logo of season three. Yep. When he was by the prison. Like on top of the van or whatever. Pointing to the left. Yep. Okay. A uh, little Rick Dahl. Uh, Daryl is uh, watching a bird feeding, uh, taking a worm off of a walker that's trapped in a tree. That was a really cool walker. That was a really cool I, walker. Th- I even rewound it. I'm like, wow, look at that. That's awesome. Now, I have a complaint about that because in the in memoriam on Talking Dead... They referred to that as early bird gets the worm walker. Yeah. Except Daryl didn't kill that walker. Yeah, you're right. The yeah, I'm right. Still alive. He left it there because it was part of the ecosystem. You're right. The bird needed the worms on the walker. Ooh. So why is that walker and then memoriam? He shouldn't have been. Get I Hardwick didn't even on the notice phone. that. Get Hardwick on the phone. Get him on the phone. <laughs> A Hardwick tweener. Get him on the phone. Are you getting him on the phone? <laughs> I'm going to call him right now. I'm going to call him right now. Okay. <laughs> I should play his ID and then yell at it. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay, so the bir- the bird fed the little birds the worm. There you go. Um, let's see. Uh, so I guess that's why Daryl didn't kill the, the zombie. Anyway, so Carol looks at a flower growing. She sees life. Daryl just observed life. Um, and then we see Michonne again talking to Rick. She's by the bridge. Notice they didn't rebuild the bridge? Yeah, it's in... Now, are you leaving the blown-up bridge as a memorial to Rick, or did the bases get blown? I guess the bases were blown up. I just up. think it was shot beyond repair. Yeah, yeah. so they can't build another they bridge? The I guess they don't have the equipment to build the bases before again. Before the bases were at least there, they had to just do the top. I right. think it's just all gone. Yeah. So that's what happened before the credits. Um, so I was wondering when la- two weeks ago, when Judith was in the woods by herself and she shot the, the walkers to save Magna's mm-hmm. group, I was like, why is she out in the woods by herself? She's 10. Maybe 11. The actress, I think, is 11. She's around 10, yeah. 10 and a half. So then we find out she wasn't alone. Rosita Aaron, uh, who has the metal arm now. Eugene uh, has a deer on his shoulders. And uh, Tatneck Laura's there. Apparently, she's come over to the good side. Yeah, she's... yeah. She, she was on the council. I know. I'm like, oh what? my God, there's Tatneck on the council. Well, things have changed in six years. Yeah. And did you notice uh, DJ, the, the muscle, Jed's muscle DJ, yeah. was part of uh, Alexandria now. Yeah. He's like security. He's <laughs> <It's a> security. <laughs> All right. Look at that. Uh, anyway, she uh, she brings Magna's group over to them, and she says they need help. She's like, they need help. She's a bossy little girl. She is. Rosita says we can't help them. Luke says, uh, uh, now Luke is the cutest guy. <laughs> He's sort of trying so hard to be like, I'm just an average, I'm just a guy. I'm, just guy, I'm, I'm just a normal guy. Luke says he used to be a cook, and he can help make asabuco with the deer. And Eugene says, we make stew. We make stew here. It, it, it stretches out for everybody to last longer. <laughs> so Magnus says, there's more of you? 
So Judith says what she shouldn't, which is lots more and walls. They're like, Judith, shut up. Judith, Judith. Shut up, kid. Stay on to Alexandre. So uh, Kelly, who is uh, hard of hearing, not deaf. She's the hard of hearing sister with the short hair, the younger girl. Kelly. She's a man in the comics, for those of you who read the comics. They changed her character to a female. Yeah. Uh, She signs to Connie, who is deaf, her sister, who's deaf in real life. Um, They speak ASL, American Sign Language. Yep. So uh, she tells her sister what's going on. Luke screams, there are more sickos coming. So, you know, remember, other groups call them different things. Yeah, The governor called them biters. I think on fear they called them, what, infected? Yep. All uh, different words. Creepers. Yeah. Different groups have called them different things. They call them sickos. Bobbers. Yeah. He's terrified. He's not the fighter. Then Eugene, of all people, calmly Holy! approaches them, and he Damn! kills all three of them. I know, badass. Badass like, Eugene. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. He like, never was like that before. No, well, he took six years to get balls, I guess. Yeah, he got balls. Yep, and now he's trying to use them. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, Judith says they need food and water and medicine, and if they don't go, she won't go. If they don't go, I don't go. So Aaron's like, all right, kid, you're the you're the heir apparent. You're the boss. Uh, Carol's talking to Jerry. He calls her the queen. She's like, don't call me that. And he's like, listen, you're married to the king, you're mother of the prince. <laughs> I mean, God. I guess you make your own rules. Uh, yeah. If he's the king. You're the queen. Yep. Uh, a pipe bursts, and they run to help. Henry's fixing it with tape and crap supplies. And Henry says, look, I want to train at Hilltop with Earl the blacksmith. So I can learn how to fix stuff. Now, in the comics, Carl does that. Hmm. So, again, we talked about this last year, that Carl's storyline will be taken over by other people. Yeah. It looks like for the the older boy-girl stuff, I say that because I'll explain in a minute, Carl's going to take care of that. So, you mean Henry? Uh, no, 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 I mean Henry, yeah. Okay. So, like, Carl has a situation with the Whispers that it looks like Henry will probably take okay, over. Okay, that makes sense. And Carl had a long time sitting outside the jail cell talking to Negan. Negan. Clearly Judith, Judith is going to do that. Yeah. So one of the things is training with Earl the Blacksmith. King Ezekiel tells Carol he will miss him so far away at the hilltop, and he needs him with the fair coming. Now, for those of you who know the comics, the fair is a big, big deal in the comics. That's all I'm going to say. You can look it up. Okay. The survivors bring Magna's group to Alexandria and Hood's, they remove their hoods outside, and Luke and Magna say they they hope it's better than their last few places, and one of them they refer to as Coalport. They make mention of Coalport a couple of times. That must be where their Negan did some trouble. Mm. Something bad happened at Coalport. Yeah, they didn't like talking about that. Right. They're like, well, it's got to be better than Coalport, and then later on they referenced it too. Like, these people probably had their own Coalport, mm-hmm. which sounds to me like they let some people in and it went wrong. Yeah. So we'll have to find out what Coalport is. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all very impressed by Alexandria, and Judith says, this is Alexandria, this is home. <laughs> it reminded me of, like, this is Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, I love that scene. Yeah. Uh, Gracie comes running to see Aaron, so she's six now, Yeah, I guess, that was right? cute. Well, she's seven? Because she's about seven. seven, yeah, seven. Because she was a, yeah, she's already born a few months, like, and then yeah. there was the time skip, and then yeah. she could be almost eight. Yeah, oh, that's true. What's it's approximate, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Okay. Uh, she's like, hey, Daddy, because Aaron's her father, because, you know, Rick killed her father, and she doesn't know any better. Um, he's like, stay there. Don't come closer. We have these new people. The whole town comes out. Uh, Yumiko, uh, who is referred to as Miko, um, she's in the covered wagon in need of medical attention. 
I don't remember that, but I guess she needed medical attention. Yeah, I didn't remember that part until I was like, oh, there she is. Well, that's the convenient way of finding a way to have to, them stay there for a couple of days. Exactly. Uh, Sadiq says he'll take it to the infirmary, and Magna says she will go with her. And DJ, former savior prick, steps in front and is like, you're not going anywhere. So now he's muscle. Yeah. I guess he came to, I guess after whatever happened in Tent City, when she beat up Jed. Yeah, he may be like, I may get out of here. And by the way, a reminder, Jed is the reason that Rick is uh, uh, theoretically dead. Mm -hmm. Because he invaded at that exact moment when the horse ran off. Yep. At the exact moment that Daryl and Rick climbed out of the hole, which was Daryl's fault, which was Maggie's fault. (laughs) Right? Yes. That the horse came at that exact second to that exact spot, (laughs) which we're all calling re-bullshit on. Bullshit. But ultimately, it's Jed. I boy, I hope Jed gets his someday. Oh yeah, me too. I wonder mm-hmm. what will happen. Okay. Uh, so Michonne comes back to Alexandria. We talked about this. This was a teaser trailer. She's pissed when she sees Magnus group and wants to know why they're there. Um. She says, "Have they been searched?" Eugene says, "Yes, clean as a whistle." And she asks, "Whose decision it was that they are in Alexandria?" Aaron says, "It was his call," and she says, "It's not your call to make." Because you got one arm. That's what she was saying to him. <laughs> and then Judith says, I decided. Mm-hmm. You're really not spoiling that kid at all. Yeah. Um, so uh, they say they, they needed help. And Michonne says, you know the rules. Oh, uh, so she says, you know the rules. You all do. And uh, Aaron says, well, they're here now. One is badly hurt. No disrespect. Maybe their fate is something we should decide together. And Father Gabriel says, we can bring them before the council in the morning. Michonne says, fine, put them in holding. So again, good thing that uh, Yumiko is injured. Uh, Judith picks up the little Rick figure that that Michonne dropped. At that point, what were you thinking when she picked up the little Rick? I I don't know what I was thinking at that moment. Like, you think she knows that's her dad? Oh, I think that, yeah. Because she hasn't seen pictures. Well, I don't want to get... Well, she eventually says, I kind of forget what daddy sounds like. Yeah, that was... kind of got sad. So I'm thinking she recognized that a little bit, like that's dad. Yeah. And she knows the hat from her brother and... Yeah, well, she knew Carl, I guess, and she knew her dad, but I don't remember if her dad ever wore the the sheriff's uniform. Yeah. I guess, yeah. All right. Uh, Anyway, so we cut to King Ezekiel saying goodbye to Henry. He says, I'm saying goodbye to you as the boy as and now as the man. You're acting, he says, you're acting like you'll never see me again. I'll be back before the fair. I hope he is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol goes with him, and King Ezekiel says, the fair will bring all the communities together. It's so important. Oh, it's important. <laughs> uh, Alexandria, the next day, the council run by Father Gabriel. He asks, which one of you is the leader? And Magnus says, what makes you think we have a leader? You just answered the question. Yeah. As soon as you say that... And she's given sass the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, you better tone it down, honey. Yeah. She's a pretty girl. Yeah, but she's... Uh, but sassy. A little, uh, yeah. By the way, do we officially... Now, is Laura still tat neck? Because Magna yeah, is tat, like tat, tat chest. L- Laura has it right on the side of her neck, on the jugular there. Right. She's still but tat But Magna neck. has tat chest and tat arms. Yeah. And we find out she has an important tattoo later on in this scene, but uh, mm-hmm. she has that giant. So I'm like, I think Laura's still Tatneck. Yeah, Laura's Laura's definitely Tatneck. All right, we'll just call her Magna Magna. We could call her Tat Chest, but Tat Chest. I like <laughs> that doesn't roll off the neck. No, the, the tongue, is better. Uh, Luke explains how they all met. She tells about how they lost Bernie yesterday. Whoever Bernie was, 
Yeah, very important. Say, yeah, they love their Bernie. Yeah, they do. You think it was like, it was like Bernie Sanders? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> most of the most of the blood and guts goes to one percent of the walkers. <laughs> most of the walkers are getting all the food, all the bodies. I'd <laughs> right. be funny if it was a Bernie Sanders walker. Could you imagine like <laughs> universal health care? Really funny. With the zombie apocalypse, is a right. <laughs> if you get bitten, you should have coverage. All right. Sorry. That's, I can think That's of. funny. Um, anyway, she says, uh, uh, he says, um, there were other people, but like Bernie, they didn't make it. And Aaron says, who were you before? And Luke says, I was a music teacher. And Magnus says, I waited tables at a truck stop. Uh, apparently, Connie exposed corrupt politicians. Yep. And Kelly says, I was a high school student. Yep. Stressing out about stupid shit. She's young. Father Gabriel says, well, who are you now? And Magnus says, a fighter. Kelly says, well... She says, I'm her guardian angel, but I, I'm hers, so that really doesn't tell you much. They just yeah. help each other. And Luke says, I guess I'm still a music teacher. <laughs> and Negan was a gym teacher. That's yeah, he right was. Right? Okay, yeah. He mm-hmm. was a, and he taught ping pong. Ping pong, right? yep. Father Gabriel said, what did you do to survive? Magnus said, anything I had to. Kelly says, I grew up. Luke says, I don't think I did anything special or to deserve it. I was lucky, and then I met the right people. Bef- this is interesting. Before all this, if you saw us together at a table, we wouldn't have had anything in common except we're all breathing. Yep. I hope he makes it. I do. I like his character. Yeah. I got to, I got to, uh, yeah, I just, I, I don't want to lose him because he's a good actor. Well, and we met him. Also. We yeah. have the ID. Yeah. We have the ID. You know, <laughs> but here's the thing. Magna is the lead. Mm-hmm. And if you know the comics, she lasts, she's still alive. Yeah. You, can you really kill either of the sisters? No, you can't. Right? That, now, that'd he, be horrible. Here's what I'll say. If either one of them teaches sign language to anybody else... They're dead. Oh no! Right? You're right. You're right. right? You're if they're so like, right. oh, Tara or Enid, if you're it's like, it's fluent in sign language right. now. Oh look, yeah. If you're like, oh, uh, uh, Judith, you want to learn sign language? Bye, Kelly. As soon, yeah, you're done. You're done. You're out. Because you, Kelly's oh. like, Kelly's only hard of hearing. Yeah. But you, you've got Connie, who's the first deaf character in the apocalypse. You can't kill her. No. I mean, no, if you did, so bad. like a walker came up behind her and she didn't hear it. Oh. Right, like you could see them do, but that's you don't want that to happen. You want to show them that they can survive in this, yeah. right? So that that that. So I I feel like Kelly, don't teach anybody sign language. Yeah, don't. Like as soon as you teach someone else how to like stitch somebody else up, you're oh, no, a dead you're doctor. Dead yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh oh. So Michonne says, I have a question. As a community, we want to be kind, we want to be generous and charitable, but decisions like this can come with a heavy price. She alludes to this a lot. That if you open the doors to people, there might be a penalty. There might be a problem, mm-hmm. right? But I don't think they mean the saviors, right? No, so they before, didn't let them in. Right. Before the time jump, nobody turned on them. Not really. Gregory was already there, so it yeah. wasn't like he turned on them. So that means in the past six years, they let somebody Some into one of the communities. Some shit went down, I think. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, we'll talk about the Michonne. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yep. All right. She asks to see Magna's left hand, which is partially covered with like a half glove. She removes it and and she sees a prison tattoo. She asks where she got it. Magna says, "Screw you." So Magna's not helping her case. No, she I says. Know. So then she says, "All right, I can explain." So Michonne says, "So you have nothing to hide? Put the knife on the table." When did Michonne become a cop? Really, when she found out what she found out, I'm like, how the hell did she know this? So she, well, she must know what goes on in prisons. Maybe her husband was in prison, like, or whatever. Uh, it was just. So she opens her pants, and her belt buckle is a knife. 
Well, don't forget they lived in a prison and there were inmates there when they got there. Maybe they taught her the tricks of the trade. Maybe. Yeah, but she seemed to know it a little too well. Yeah. Michonne tells them, take a vote, and she walks out. And Magnus says, can I ask you a question? And Michonne says, no. No. (laughs) All right. Uh, Cut to Father Gabriel. He uncovered some radio equipment right before Rosita walked in. Mm -hmm. The radio equipment, also very important in the comic books. Mm. Very important. Different people use this stuff, and different people are in these scenes in the comics. So from what I remember and what I know, I'll try to fill you in uh, without ruining anything. Uh, Father Gabriel says, there are other good people out there like these people. Maybe I can reach them. He says, Eugene says, if we went further out and set up a remote amplifier, we could reach more people. Uh, and Rosita says, Michonne wouldn't say, would, she would say that's a security breach. And Eugene says, I'm sorry, she says, well, Eugene and I will take care of it. We'll, don't worry about it. We'll take care of it. And she, Rosita then kisses Father Gabriel. I almost fell off the couch. What was going on there? What? I thought maybe she would be with Eugene because we talked last episode how in that flat, the body scene with Rick, Eugene and Rosita were holding hands. Right. So I thought, oh, okay, she's going to be... And then I, I was like, I was, I was shocked. I did not Father see that. Father Gabriel He's getting, getting around. Well, at least before six years and after six <laughs> years. Poor guy. I know, I'm talking to them, like, he gets around, it's like, well, there has been a six-year gap. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been with anybody recently? No, just the junkyard lady. <laughs> just her. Just, just, yeah, just so Rosita, look at that. Damn. Um, Michonne's talking to Rick again about how he did everything to protect Carl and how she needs to be there for Judith. Um, or whatever she said. I don't think she said Judith specifically. Judith is listening in. Uh, Carol and Henry are on a cart. He says they're going the wrong way for Hilltop, and Carol says they aren't going there yet. So they're off the road. They're taking a path that wasn't expected. Mm-hmm. Okay? They could have gone any direction. They're going a path. Nobody knew they were going. He hears a woman scream. At that point, I thought, oh, Carol's testing him to see what he would do. I thought this was a setup. You did? Oh, you really? I thought Carol went this way huh. to see if he could handle himself on his own. Which, by the way, he proved he can't. He jumps out of the cart and he runs to save whoever the woman is. He runs down an alleyway around a wall and it's Regina and a bunch of saviors with guns and it's an ambush. Yep. What would, What does she have, like a cattle prong thing? I don't know if it was a... It was a, a I don't know. It was either a gun or it was one of those... Um, like a stun gun or something? Like the underwater, like the shark guns. The, yeah, the, that looked yeah. like a... Yeah. Tor- that, like torpedo guns? Yeah. Dark guns. I get that. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then the doors open up behind the in the warehouse, and they're all the sa- Jed and the saviors are there, all spaced out perfectly. Like, they look let's make so us look like we're a gang. Filthy and dirty and ratchet. Well, it's been okay. So six years go by. They've left. We have to assume they left after Tent of City. Of course, yeah. Right. They went back to the sanctuary. Didn't work. And for how many years now they're living on their on own. Their own. Anywhere in the world they could have gone, they happen to be on a road that Carol happens to be going off off the beaten path for, which they wouldn't normally have taken. Like, how do they know to set and they up were an wait- ambush? And they were waiting in an alleyway. Yeah. Right? How do they know anyone? And when Henry there? came around to save them and saw Regina, how did Jed know to open the door once Carol was there? <laughs> There's no peephole. <laughs> no, it was, yeah, that whole scene, I'm like, what? I just wish they'd take a few more minutes to make it make sense. Yeah. Just, just a little more effort. Yeah. <laughs> like, show me how you knew. Show me, like, just all of a sudden you screamed? At that exact moment. I mean, did you think it was just somebody? You were just going to rob anybody and just happened to be Carol? Yeah. All right, anyway. Um, Carol comes with a bow and arrow and yells, drop it. Now, if I had a gun, 
I would shoot Carol and just duck. That's why I'm surprised it happened. You don't just drop it because it's a bow and arrow. Yeah. Anyway, so Jed and the Saviors come out. They have her surrounded. Um, back to Eugene and Rosita in a cart. Eugene says, you must really like Father Gabriel to get me to break co- protocol. <laughs> and uh, he starts talking about other men she might consider. You know, he's a man of fairy tales. You might be more interested in a man of science. Maybe science like myself. <laughs> well, he didn't say that. No, yeah. but that's what he meant. He's like, you know, I'm just saying in a general sense. Okay. <laughs> um, they see footprints in the dirt and they stop. Eugene points to Water Towers and says, that's where we're going to go. Water Towers also play a big role in the comics. Mm-hmm. Um, at the infirmary, Magnus says she doesn't want to leave when Yumiko is okay. Luke asks Sadiq if he was always at Alexandria, and Sadiq says, no, I was welcomed in, but that was a long time ago. Things have changed. Well, let's be honest. The same thing happened to him. Exactly. Rick's kid broke protocol and brought him in. Mm-hmm. And, and if Rick had just brought asset. and if Rick had just brought him in, Carl would not be dead today. <laughs> and here we go. Look at the bat. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> okay. Uh, the saviors have uh, the walkers in hoods on ropes. Did you notice that? Yes. Like, like they have the little like, walker army. Yeah, it was their like faux horses. Yeah, it was like their protect. Well, it was also their protection. Yeah. Um, Jed apologizes to Carol for robbing them, but that's all we have since the sanctuary went bust. Jed says, we had horses, but we got hungry. Oh. He says, you spared my life, so I'll let you keep your wagon, your horses, and your stick, and we'll be even. Everything else is ours. Well, that's a nice gesture. Oh, you're so nice, Jed. He says, oh, and I'll take that rock on your finger. Oh, you piece now, of shit. Now, why oh. do you need a ring? It's not worth anything. There's it's, no it's, value it's anymore. It's just to purposely F with her. Right. Henry gets pissed, kicks up his stick, and hits Jed, but then, then Jed throws him to the ground, and Carol says, just take the ring. Take it! <laughs> Which he does. Uh, back in Alexandria, Judith is on the steps outside Negan's cell, the same way Carl was. She's asking him an airplane math problem, one of those, if a plane leaves traveling. At this time. And then, yeah, and then Negan says, you know there's no planes <laughs> You're not going to see any planes. Have you ever seen a plane? Think about it. She was born after the apocalypse started. She doesn't know a world of no apocalypse. No, that she doesn't. She doesn't know a world of planes. No planes. No trains. Barely any cars. Yeah. And that's normal to her. That's unfortunate. <laughs> he says, what real stuff can, he, can I help you with? Uh, Judah tells Negan about the people she brought in, and Michonne wants to send them out. Negan tells a story about bringing home a stray dog that seemed nice, but it killed all the other stray dogs that his mom had brought home and ripped off part of his mom's ear. Judith says, did you ever bring another dog home? And he says, hell no, I wise myself up. And she says, and look how great everything worked out for you. (laughs) I love her. I rewound that because it was so awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Eugene is on the high water tower. He sets up the repeater. He sees a herd. Now, if you see a herd, a normal herd... If you just shut your face, they'll keep going. They're going to keep going. But he's screaming, Rosita! Right. Oh my- There's a herd! <laughs> a herd! Now, like, oh my God, you have You have horses down there. Yeah. Right? And he freaks out and drops his backpack, which falls all the way down and scares the horses. Yep. Now, the horses were tied up, but they run they away. They broke free. They broke free. They kind of like, yeah, they broke free. So, uh, I, I'm not calling bullshit here. But one of our listeners called, called bullshit and says, 
Oh, you know who it was? I know who it was. I think it was it was uh, it was Marcus. Hold on, let me get his tweaks. I want to make sure I got it right. Um. Hmm. Oh, he says. Oh, so now the horses run away. Like Rick's horse didn't run away. It wasn't scared. The horse is here, backpack full. I, I know a backpack full. Made two running. horses untie right. themselves. When Rick was in the uh, Cardill house, the little little shack, the walkers were there. The horse didn't run away. That little white horse, well, little white horse, but that white horse never went anywhere. He's always stayed. <laughs> yeah. So he drops the backpack and they run off. He's coming down the the water tower, and the lower part of the ladder breaks off. Wouldn't you say, Rosia, pick up the ladder? She was not that far away. Not that far away. Instead, without letting her know, he jumps. Let me jump. And he lands, hurting his leg. Who are you helping? What a dip. He then needs a crutch to walk on. Which, by the way, people, a bunch of people called. Yeah, where did she get the walking stick with the handle on it? Uh, at least if it was something else. But it was all awfully, I don't know, like, what was it? It was, it was a, like a stick. Right, but it was perfect. It had yeah, a little thing for yeah, his, under his arm. Yeah, it was strong enough and it had a little yeah. handle. Anyway, he notices the herd made a turn. He goes, the herd turned. Well, you, you made noise. You made a lot of noise. The horses are making noise. You just fell. The backpack fell. That's right. <laughs> okay, now it's nighttime. So whatever happened, uh, Carol and uh, Eugene and Rosita, uh, this is after that because yeah. it's nighttime. Carol sets up a line of cans as a, as an alarm, and uh, and he and uh, Henry camp out. She and Henry camp out. Henry's talking to Carol about doing what's right. He's like, you taught me to stand up for what's right. Why didn't you stand up to them? And she says it wasn't worth it. So she's teaching him a lesson that it's not always worth fighting. She's so calm. Like, there was no point. Like, so calm. Yeah. Magnus' group is mad at her for for hiding the knife that got them in trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Magnus says, I didn't know this was gonna go, how this was going to go down. I wanted us to have options. First of all, there's 100 people at Alexandria now. What were you going to do with your little knife? Put <laughs> it, it to very, somewhere. very, tiny. Put it to one person's throat and try to take a hostage, grab a gun. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on now. Um, Luke says... Hand over Yumiko's necklace. We noticed. There's a knife in there, too. Yeah. This girl's badass. She's got knives everywhere. What else is he hiding? Right. He says, we can't go back out there. There's no food. There's no horses. Uh, Magnus and Luke says, we can. Ride or die. We'll just make it work. And she says, and end up like Bernie? Again, Bernie. Again with the Bernie. Bernie. A lot of people like Bernie. <laughs> Bernie died. He's not fast. At his age, how's he going to outrun anybody? The 1% didn't help him. The 1%'s living in Alexandria in the houses. The 99% are out there fighting for their lives. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Um, she, he says, and end up like Bernie, he would have wanted this for us. We can fight. And Connie tells her to stop being an asshole in sign language. Mm-hmm. You leave that woman alone. They got to this point for a reason. Maybe they had their own coal port. So, again, we have to find out what Coldport was. Yeah. If we have to leave, then that's our fate. And Luke says, listen to Connie. There are kids here. We fight those who deserve it. Give me that necklace. Which she doesn't. Uh, then we see Jed sleeping. Now, again, how Carol knew where they were, I don't know. Well, yeah, after you left, I mean, maybe she just figured they were in that general So, area. Carol goes out by herself, knows where they are, just happens to know where they are. In the night. In the night. Leaving Henry by himself in a tent. I almost don't even care because the scene was so cool. I understand that. <laughs> I don't even care. She has them covered in gasoline. 
Again, Marcus called bullshit. How would yeah, they yeah. How not did they, feel the gasoline? Yeah, I thought the same thing. I guess they were drunk on whatever they stole. All right. He happens to have a match in his mouth. He did earlier. He yes. had the same match. But, like, dude, why do you have that match in your mouth, like, all day? And why, yeah, a, you go- sleep and why a good match that can be lit? <laughs> why a good match? She says to... She, so he wakes up, and she says, the ring I can live without. The other stuff, it belonged to people I knew who never came back. He goes, we found it, but we didn't do anything. We, we didn't take it. Yeah, you did. So I don't know what stuff she's talking about other than what, what he stole from her in that cart. Unless she saw other stuff. Unless intensity. Or unless... They've been scavenging things that other people have died over the past six years yeah. that they found. Mm-hmm. And Jed says, I swear you'll never see us. He show, Carol says, you hurt my son. And he, Jed says, I swear you'll never see us Mommy again. Mommy is mad now. And she goes, I know. Never give a killer a catchphrase. Oh, my God. But you know what? At least he didn't say, you don't have to do this. <laughs> Thank God. Carol, you don't, you don't have to do this. She lights the gasoline. They all burn to death. Regina, all of them. And then she walks away like... <laughs> She, man, mm-hmm. Carol. Don't uh, ever right. underestimate Carol. That's right. Uh, outside of Michonne's house, Magna is about to come in with her knife. Yeah, what the what? She, she sees better... Michonne, perfect timing, picking up a small kid. Yeah. If Michonne is sleeping, she's dead at this point. Exactly. So then she goes, she's like, oh, there's a kid there. All right, fine. Uh, all well, right. she knew she had Judith. Yeah, but now, but now this is like a little kid. A little kid. Did you see right away and realize what was going oh on? Oh my God, Rashawn, baby. Rashawn, baby. I was screaming. Okay, so I'm going to give you a theory about We're something, screaming. and I'll tell you it's not true, but I'm going to give you a theory in a oh, second. No, it's not true? No, 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 Michonne says, we've all done things or else we wouldn't be here. It's not easy to live with. And Magnus says, it's better than losing everything. So I did what I had to. Judith is sitting on top of the stairs with the python gun, which, by the way, didn't she have in the woods? Yes, she did. So she says... And she had like a little katana thing. Yeah, she had a little sword. Uh, You and Dad would have wanted... Oh, she says, why do you have the gun? Michonne says, what are you doing with the gun? She says, you and Dad would have wanted me to have it to protect myself and the people I love. Dad would have wanted me to do what I did yesterday. Meaning, bring the people in. Again, I you know the Sadiq thing, you know. Yeah. Okay. He would be proud. Your brother too. Then why won't you help them? And Michonne says, "You'll understand someday." And Judith says, "I know you talk to them." Meaning uh, Carl and and Rick. And Dad. I am forgetting their voices. I hope you still remember. That broke my heart. Yeah. That was sad. Was it? Because she was so little and just I don't know. Just because Michonne will never forget. Right. But Judith being around four, you know, those memories fade, and she will forget. She will. It was sad. Did you cry? Um, I teared up a little bit, because just the way she delivered that part, I was like, oh, man. I had. I was sitting there going, Jamie's crying right now. <laughs> I was, it really was sad. <laughs> okay. Once she goes upstairs, this is why people kind of got freaked out and had a theory. It'll make sense to a point. Okay. Judith walks away, right? Mm-hmm. They had a whole conversation. Judith walks away, and then all of a sudden, the little kid comes running, I'm hungry. I'm hungry now. It was one of those things, if you didn't think about it, people think that that's an imaginary baby. People think that, because the baby wasn't there when Judith was talking. 
The baby baby's was probably sleeping. No, she picked him up in the kitchen. He ran to her. She picked him up in the kitchen when Magnus saw her in the kitchen. Yeah. Right? Then he she put him down. It's the middle of the night. And he, then she talked to Judith? He doesn't come to the door when Magna comes to the door. Then she talks to Judith. Then Judith goes away. And then the baby comes running no, and hugs her. No, I don't like this. I don't like this. So people started no. tweeting, imaginary baby. No. She's losing her mind. It's an imaginary baby. Damn it. This better... No. I don't support okay. imaginary baby. Okay, so if you... if you, I don't like this. <laughs> now, here's the thing. Mag, now, when Magna looked in the window, you actually saw the kid. Yeah. Right? And she, her facial expression right. saw that she acknowledged Right, which is why the kid's not imaginary. If Magna looked in and didn't see the kid and just saw her, like, lifting nothing. Like air. Or, like, looking down and talking, but you didn't see who she was talking to. Or if she was talking to Judith. But th- it was weird the way nobody's mentioned the kid before. And then when no one's around, he shows up. So there was, if you looked on Twitter... And looked for like the word imaginary. There was a th- there were videos oh. on there was videos on on YouTube of like the imaginary baby theory. <laughs> oh no! That she's losing her mind. Imaginary baby theory. I could. You're right. I could see it to a point, but then you're right. But Magnus, Magnus saw, saw right. It. Okay. So Eugene and Rosita are running from the Walkers and the Whispers. Eugene can't go on and says he will gladly distract them for her, but he wants to tell her something at this time. But I, I want to confess something to you, and she's like. Don't make this weird. <laughs> I love her. She's like, shut up. <laughs> and she, right, she, and she grabs him. Uh, Henry and Carol, uh, he apologized. They're in the cart. He apologizes for calling her out by saying, you know, like what I said last night. I'm sorry. And then he notices she's wearing the ring. He doesn't mm-hmm. mention it. He asks where they're going, and she says, uh, he goes, we're off the map, and they end up with Daryl. They're at Daryl's house. Yeah. Um, Michonne takes her shirt off in bed, and she has a huge X scar on her back. Almost like where her left kidney would be. Yeah. Now here's the thing: it's that's not kidney surgery would be a horizontal. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not saying. I'm saying it's. Where Couple the things about is. the X. Number one, it's a perfect X. Yes. Almost like a branding. Mm-hmm. Like if someone took an X and marked you. Marked her, yeah. Number two, it's exactly where Rick had the first gunshot. Mm-hmm. And the where rebar. and where the rebar went through him. So what's up with that? Did she ask to be branded so she remembers where Rick was shot? I don't it, think so. I don't know. Something or happened. Or was the person they let in that turned on them, did they do that? An effing sicko psycho? And did they brand her? Because that's, that's not a wound. You wouldn't make it a perfect, perfectly straight up and down, perfectly level horizontally. No, that was definitely somebody did that to her. Right. They For carved sure. an X into yes. her, but perfectly straight. Yes. Or it's a branding. Yeah. We, I don't know which. But something's up, and Angela Kang says we will find out what okay. that means. But coincidentally, it's exactly where Rick keeps getting injured. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Judith and Sadiq and Father Gabriel come out to say goodbye to Magnus Group. Michonne rides up. She'll change her plans. There's a place like this. Their leader, she might let you stay. Uh, and the, it's just, uh, we're going to take you to the hilltop. And like, oh, great. Yeah, we'll go somewhere else. You'll dump us on someone else. And they all thank Judith for making the effort. Yeah. Who's the leader of Hilltop? Enid. It's got to be. It's got to be Enid. I te- Normally, we don't always text after the show, but this, it was Enid. this episode, we're like, right. oh, Because now she's in her 20s. Yes. I guess they have to make her look older. Got to be Enid. I was thinking about that, too. I was now, like, are they going to cut her hair? Maybe. Yeah, I hope they don't cut her. Are they going to do the like, short hair thing? I don't but know. even if she's in her 20s, she wouldn't cut her hair. Yeah. Necessarily. They got to change her somewhat. Right. 
then she's probably more medically trained now. Yeah, she's probably Sadiq's uh, PA. But is she like the doctor or is she both? She's probably a physician's assistant. Right. Well, I read somewhere that Tara is also very instrumental at Hilltop. But that tells me that if Tara's not the leader, then it must be Enid. It's got to be. That was my first thought. Yep. Okay, so now there's a scene from next week um, if, that we've seen in the trailer for season nine, which is straight out of the comic books, except it was two different characters of the comics. It was two guys. Eugene and Rosita slide down a hill, cover yeah. themselves in mud. The walkers come by. Right? Yeah. And they freak out. I would um, freak out too. Holy shit, they're talking now? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's not the trailer. That's from the trailer, but that was in the episode. This was in the episode. Scenes for next week. Rosita running. Someone shooting up a flare. Jesus and Aaron possibly see it because we see them looking up. We assume missing the flare. Yeah. Could be editing. Michonne and uh, and Magna's group are on their way to Hilltop with Sadiq and Jed, the muscle, traveling to Hilltop. Something happens. Oh, DJ. DJ, sorry. DJ. Jed's dead. Right, Jed's dead. I wrote, yeah, Jed's dead. Hashtag yeah. Jed's, Jed's dead. dead yeah. Viv won't live. I have a feeling <laughs> DJ might be the red shirt. Yeah? Yeah. Star Trek red shirt. Oh, no. Well, yeah. I feel like maybe. I feel like he proves his worth by dying defending them. He could, Yeah, because he's not that big enough of a character. Unless could... they want him to be a big enough character. And then, you know, uh, I think you need all the characters you can alive mm-hmm. for when the whispers show up. Yeah. The more you have to have, the better. The better. All right. Daryl kills a walker in front of the Carol Henry wagon. Henry wakes up in a tent. He hears something. What do I hear? Carol's in the woods aiming her bow and arrow, so she's outside the tent, maybe? No fear, this woman. There's walkers in a junkyard of cars. Sadiq is running towards a walker in that same junkyard yeah. of cars, which means that's part of the Magna group. With, Mayhem uh, or something's happening. Uh, and then, for some reason, I guess this is before all that happens, Magna's group is in a cart. They hear something, look in the woods, and we don't see what happens. <laughs> that's what and happens. we don't see. <laughs> uh, talking Dead, Connie and Kelly, uh, played by Lauren Ridloff, and yes, this is her real name, Angel Theory. Yes. Uh, she's just hard of hearing. They have interpreters sitting on the other side of Chris Hardwick. Oh, that was very cool. It was cool, but here's the thing. And I know it's 2018 and everybody doesn't matter. It would have just been helpful for me if her translator was a woman. Oh, yeah. Why didn't there was a woman there, but why didn't they just switch? So Kelly, Angel Theory, her translator was a woman. And I know it doesn't matter. But it was like, so uh, it's important to the community. It was just strange. I got used to it after a while. I, I'll tell you, though, I don't, like, when I go to a movie, I don't want to read subtitles. Oh, I hate subtitles. And so the problem. Oh, I know what you mean. Okay. Yeah, I get it. The problem for me especially is that I'm typing what I'm reading, right? What you hear me reading mm-hmm. for the podcast. I'm typing as the show is going on. Mm-hmm. But if the if the the people that are deaf are on the scene and they're talking, I have to look up and read. And it took me so much longer. Yeah. To the hour and twenty minutes was like two hours to and write it out. fifteen minutes to watch the episode. Yeah. I had to keep pausing it and okay. Mm-hmm. For you, the people. For the people. For the people. Uh, Lauren says she was a fan of the episode since episode one. Big fan of The Walking Dead. So she got to her first week of work was in Rick's last episode where Rick's back in the hospital and the the dead doors. Yeah. Right. She said the first episode I ever watched was the first episode. And here I am watching them recreate it. Very cool. It's very cool for her. Uh, a poll, should Magna's group be trusted? 84% said yes. 16% I wrote, have not read the comics. <laughs> because, right, okay. Yeah. 
Uh, end memoriam, fish stick. Aquaman. <laughs> fish stick. Early bird gets the worm worker. He was not killed. Not killed. I mean, he's. I guess I know the walker is technically dead, but you know what we but, mean. Yeah. Um, let's see. Paul, is Carol back to her murderous ways? What did you say? Uh, like, yes and no. I think she steps up to that level when she's pushed and she has to. Remember, she burned uh, those two people at the prison. Yeah. Well, they were sick. They were sick, but she still burned them. Yeah. She got a, thing she got a crazy ass side. And then she burned all those walkers. Oh, my God. Sorry, she burned all those saviors when she was kidnapped. The redheaded woman from oh, yeah. the wives. Yes. Right? Oh, Paula. Paula. Yeah. Who was oh, she there with? Wasn't she? That was in the satellite post, right? No, that was when, after the satellite post, they were watching. Oh, she was with uh, Maggie, right? In the cell? Right. Yeah. Right. That was a dark And then she killed everybody. Episode. They killed everybody. She's savage. Right. That redheaded woman, I think we talked about this two years ago, Yeah. is in like Hallmark movies, <laughs> yeah, the Christmas you Hallmark said movies. It and you watch them all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> or your family does. My family, my, my, <laughs> my wife and kids watch all the Hallmark oh, Christmas God, movies. Oh, God, that's hilarious. And it's, Christmas is not our holiday. They love those movies. <laughs> Now there's an app. Hallmark has a. I saw that. So what? So it's not the Hallmark Channel. It's the Hallmark Channel Christmas movie app. Yeah. And what it does is it lets you mark off the movies and check them off as you watch them. Oh my god. All right. That's funny. So the scene for next week is Walker's surrounding a barking dog, which is Daryl's, mm-hmm. um, and then Daryl tries to free the dog, and the, he falls down. He drops his sword. The Walkers grab their feet. His yeah, feet. Yeah. It was like and he was. Sl- I'm like, wow, they're pulling him. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And he tells Henry to stay back. Why would you tell Henry to stay back? You need him to save your life. I I would have been Henry. Go kill them so I can get the dog. Yeah, right. All in all, Rick's dead. I'm still enjoying the the show. I am too. Good, good. So even though Rick's dead, it's time. It's time. Okay, what time is it? It's time, it's time to, to shut, shut this, this shit, shit down. down.